0: Blessed Assurance Jesus is my Fix up the Let's a-
1: Thank you for tuning in um, to this Season 2 episode. Um, Today's song is Blessed Assurance. If it's a hymn, you know, yeah, there's nothing more to say. (laughs) Why I chose this song is talk about assurance of salvation. So I have a blog, by the way. Masterpiece Musings is a podcast and a blog so, if you've not seen the blog, please go and look at the blog button. I gave, like, my salvation story on the blog. It's literally the second post. And um, I talked about how, also not even, well, not only in that post, but in another post called Much Ado About Grace, I spoke about how, like, I was unsure of my salvation and um, if you need more context you can read those two um posts but i was yeah unsure of my salvation because yeah how god was taught to me as a little child was that um uh, what do you call it <laughs> was that he was this far of god With white beards. Well, they didn't teach that I had white beards. But I just assumed that I had white beards. And till now, we don't know. But we will find out. (laughs) Um, Will we? We will. (laughs) And he... If you missed anything, if you did anything wrong, he's just like, out of my presence. (laughs) Get out! (laughs) And oh, so that's how I grew up knowing. Well, well yeah yeah but my parents didn't teach me that so if they're listening to this podcast they should know that they taught me the right thing this was like from external sources like church and all that stuff anyway um and in my blog post about my salvation story i spoke about how um I um, had two dreams about rapture that kind of spurred on this relationship with God that I have actually, it's so crazy and those two dreams I didn't go for rapture and this song even has like rapture inside visions of rapture now burst on my sight, and I say perfect delight before dawn I say wow like and before it's, I couldn't sing this song with my chest because like how am I sure that Jesus is mine and how am I sure that like visions of rapture they know not used to bring delight to me. They used to bring horror and terror and fear. And I'm pretty sure there are a lot of Christians that can relate to this thing. And I think it's a the wrong theology that is causing this. But yeah, we'll get to that. So um, in one of those dreams where I had this dream about rapture, a song I woke up um, playing in my head with. I usually well not usually but once in a while I wake up with songs playing in my head it was um
0: Saviour Saviour Hear my humble cry while thou art falling was it calling? Do not pass
1: me by and it was first of all the dream plus the song Haunting. He haunted me and I felt like yeah god was passing me by or something and or not that he was passing me by but there was uh, there was an opportunity for him to pass me by if he does not find me in the as as the spotless bride as the bible says and as many preachers preach and everything and um there's how do i say this People sin, human beings sin, yeah, and I am not exempt from that, and each time I fell into sin, and it doesn't even have to be any of those mighty sins in quotes, it could be just pride, having a prideful thought, you know, and each time I fell into sin, which was like every day. I would be like, okay, if rapture happens now, am I rapturable? <laughs> it says, stay rapturable. Am I rapturable? <laughs> and that song would now the while well, on others that calling, do not pass me by song, would now be ringing in my head. I, I don't allow Jesus to pass you by. And oh, but unfortunately, like, I, I couldn't sustain the non-sinning like each time I tried to not sin I fell into more sin like it was just just terrible really so I moved around not being sure of my salvation yes I had given my life to Christ a number of times actually because I was not sure of my salvation I had I was serving in church I was actually actively pursuing a relationship with God because I could not go to hell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i could not go to hell but yet i wasn't even sure that jesus knew me very wrong and it, yeah it was because of this theology of like god asked you to get out of his presence <laughs> if you sin. seen in fact there was something that they always said Um, i think this is actually a bible verse do not grieve the holy spirit i think it's a bible verse not sure but another thing they used to add was that you know if you sin the holy spirit leaves you that is not true it's nowhere in the bible and jesus said that the holy spirit is going to be with us forever and when he said the holy spirit is going to be with us forever he meant it yeah he meant it um anyway um fast forward to 2018 or 2019 january actually um I went for a church service in my now current church, and um, we're preaching about how to stay saved, and I was like, "This is an interesting topic because I'm not even sure I'm saved right now." <laughs> so let me find out, and you know, basically, the guy the guy I was preaching just said, "Yeah, you stay saved in how you were saved, and that is by believing." And I believe in care. Am I not meant to keep the laws, and uh, do do the commandments and blah blah blah? And if I don't, if I fall short of one of them, I'm out of God's kingdom, <laughs> and I have to start begging God to accept me again. And yeah, I was really suspicious about that um preaching, and I took it to God, and I was like, yeah, God, I'm suspicious about this. What's this about? But as and yeah um parents influence my dad was always well he doesn't say it anymore but he was always against people that he thought were preaching hyper grace messages people that say oh yeah the grace now you know with this dispensation after jesus died and rose again that we are not subject to the law and i because like my dad is someone i revere in my life he what he says, I kind of go with it. So what he said about that, I was like, yeah. Now, if you say that we are not subject to law again, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? And then I read you no, know, the passage the um, preacher quoted from was Colossians two. I read that Colossians two, and. like this looks like hyper grace message actually it literally does what paul was saying in that could to seem like hyper grace message the only difference was that he was talking about food and circumcision and those were things that the jewish people held dearly in their laws they held held to it dearly held on to it for their life and they're like all you gentiles that are becoming christians right now you must circumcise yourselves (laughs) But they do not need to do that because it's, it's not by keeping the law. And, you know, it's even in the Bible, our righteousness is like filthy rags. And when you have this kind of I, idea, you either fall or this kind of theology, you either fall into two camps. Um, The first camp is the camp I was in where I felt so unworthy, so unsaved. So I do not have assurance that Jesus was actually mine. Um... And each time I was always working hard to please God, to prove that I'm worth sa- saving and, you know, to keep the law. The second part is, and I'm pretty sure this is where a lot of preachers of this theology fall into because how can you preach this kind of theology? Anyway, yeah. The second, <laughs> second category is people that are prideful. So they believe that they are actually sinless. <laughs> they believe that they are sinless sinless, and they are um, obeying all of God's laws and their righteousness is what has saved them. But the Bible actually says these, that no man may boast in his righteousness, that the salvation is a free gift. Yeah, I said this in my... Oh, I sang this song in one of the previous episodes. But yeah, the gift, greatest gift of all by Hillsong London. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, after that message, after talking to God, after reading Colossians 2 and, you know, reading other passages in the New Testament and, you know, God letting me know that in second, I am not going to let you go. It was such a comfort because, yeah, like I said, that song, Do Not Pass Me By kept on ringing in my head. After a while, I actually went to look at the origin of the song and, you know, because who in their right mind will sing, who compose that kind of nonsense? (laughs) That song really annoyed me, really did, because it puts me in so much bondage for a lot of years. Anyway, I found out that, you know, the person that wrote the song was going on a prison visit and then people at prisons, you know, were calling for her to come by, don't pass them by, and she felt like it, it was kind of synonymous to what our Christian religion is, and I don't even understand how, because we are not in prison, we are not bound, Jesus set us free. Anyway, um, I saw that it's not just me that has problem with the theology in the lyrics, that people had called it out for not being theologically correct, and she was like, yeah... I, I I see that, but I like this song <laughs> anyway this episode has gone on for so long, but if you, you 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 suffer or you struggle with being sure that you are saved as far as you have believed in your hearts that Jesus came to this earth died resurrected as he resurrected your sins disappeared he has given you power to live above sin and he's coming back again and yeah and then you confess with your mouth that he is your lord and personal savior then you are saved there's nothing there's no more there's no mumbo jumbo that you need to do nah you are not subject to the law now that does not mean that we should go about sinning because there is grace here and you know this is also in the bible however i will not be the one to be shouting do not sin." no i will be the one shouting look to jesus and jesus will transform you yeah period (laughs) all right thank you for tuning in i love you god loves you god keep you bye